Welcome to The Real Deal Report, the next level of independent news. This is uh, Jim Fetzer in Madison with Dean Ryan in Austin, back in Austin, and Mike Bear in Seattle with the latest updates from The Real Deal Report. We have our old image restored. Biden's big moment. Viewers think he introduced himself as Joe Biden's husband. Well, he did. I've listened to it. There's no doubt about it. Jill winces when she says, says it. This isn't the first time an awkward exchange with his wife has provided entertainment value. In delivering a speech, following victories on Super Tuesday, he confused his wife with his sister. Uh, Biden said at the end of the speech, I think there's only one way forward as United America, a united America, uh, another a diatribe against Donald Trump. He mistakenly said, there's never been anything we've been able to accomplish when we've done it together. They've tried to fix it by saying there hasn't been. Here's the key, Biden's four challenges. Four, worst pandemic in over 100 years, worst economic crisis since the Great Des Depression, most compelling call for racial justice since the 60s, and undeniable realities and accelerating threats of global change. Not a single word about urban violence. This is going to come back to haunt them. I think it was a, a much better speech than we anticipated, but not one that's going to be able to salvage the desperate plight of the Democratic Party. Dean, your thoughts? Well, I thought uh, Joe Biden had a very positive message. And, uh, you know, I thought it, originally I thought it was a reading rainbow commercial and I got really excited. And then quite frankly, Jim, you know, sometimes couples like to role play, you know, sometimes the husband likes to be the wife and the wife likes to be the husband. I don't see any problem with it. And I think Joe Biden has a very good chance of being the, the 46th president of the United States. I really love it. I'm excited. <laughs> Mike, you I was a bit surprised they didn't do a lot of camera switching uh, during the live event. Um, and, and I find it, uh, I, you know, I was, I was really expecting something more along those lines. But, you know, there's a lot of very good deep fake technology. And this could easily have been recorded days ago. It could even be a body double for that matter, for all we know. I don't think that's very likely. But it seems like it was recorded. They may have juiced him up on something, maybe given him a big shot of adrenaline to keep him sharp. I don't know. Who knows what they, what concoctions they have back there. But, you know, he did successfully read a teleprompter. But then I didn't watch the whole thing, but I didn't see any straight transition from the alleged stage to the place where they went outside and put the masks on. All of a sudden, I just, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but all of a sudden, I just saw them outside. So it's very possible that it was pre-recorded, but Biden actually was put there. But I never saw him actually go from the stage to the area where they had the fireworks. I'm a little curious. If anybody can correct me on that, please let me know if there's video out there. Uh, and again, I would like to know, were there any press people at the speech that actually watched it live? Who were the people in the arena with him that watched this live? Until I, I see that and hear some reasonable testimonials, I'm not going to let go of that. But as far as the content of the speech goes, again, it's the same thing. It's uh, the Democrats have spent a week telling the American people how much they hate Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is going to spend the next week telling the American people how much he loves America. And he's going to address the violence in the cities, the fact that they didn't address it as a complete joke. 
And the reason, of course, they didn't is because it's all their fault. It's all them. It's all Democrats who have created this whole mess. So, of course, they don't want to talk about it. That's why I believe there needs to be a distraction in the next week. And we talked about, about that briefly yesterday. I think we're going to talk about it a little bit more later uh, to get away from the message that Donald Trump is going to put out. Um, again, the, I think the low point of the speech was, again, their, their feeble attempts to blame Donald Trump for COVID-19. Um, I don't think the vast majority of, of the American people believe that, buy into it. Uh, I think when Trump simply makes the case, this is what I did, bam, 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 these were the recommendations of my doctors, that's gonna be all nipped in the bud. But it just shows what complete slime balls they are, that they would even attempt to uh, hang COVID-19, which was created and distributed by the Chinese, around the neck of Donald Trump. It's pathetic, it's ridiculous, it's the desperate act of a loser. And, and you know, you have the one final piece of this, Jim, which is that uh, I, I just don't see what it is that, that they're trying to sell to the American people. Joe Biden talks about decency, a guy who sniffs and molests little kids, who finger bangs interns, who's had to have brain surgery twice for his sexual deviance to try to lobotomize him. I mean, this guy is not exactly the poster boy for decency. And, and to watch even the Fox News people just talk about what a decent guy he is makes me want to puke. Every single one of those people on the air must know what a pervert this guy is. And not one of them had the guts to step up and say, well, Joe Biden's got some character issues there. It's disgusting. And, and not only do we need to replace basically everybody in government throughout this country, sorry about the diatribe here, but we need to replace virtually every single person on network news on all the channels, including Fox, because not one of them is committed to the truth. Not one of them will speak the truth. They are pathetic. They are not doing their jobs. The fourth estate is dead. Wait till you see the Trump commercial of Biden leaning over to Chris Kuhn's daughter and saying, you have no idea how horny it makes me to be standing next to a 13-year-old girl. Fauci Friday, highly appropriate today because the one clear declaration Joe Biden made, virtually everything else was nebulous and vague, is a national mask mandate. We've been reporting repeatedly what the studies show. Not a single randomized controlled trial has been able to detect a statistically significant advantage of wearing a mask. We know the top health officials say masks aren't helpful in beating COVID-19. Studies of surgical mask efficiency, masks are useless in preventing the spread of disease even during surgery. If anything, they're unsanitary objects that themselves spread bacteria and viruses. It's even contrary to OSHA, occupational safety laws, to which, uh, uh, where the law protects adequate oxygen to the body and brain, which the mass inhibit. So Biden, what he's promoting is ridiculous. Tell me again how this virus escaped from a level four bio lab, but you're going to stop it with your daisy print homemade mask. Dean, your thoughts? Well, I agree with that little uh, meme you just put, and that's why I've been wearing lampshades on my head for years, Jim. I mean, I don't go anywhere without like a beekeeper's outfit or a welder's mask because, you know, the masks are the new future, Jim, and we have to protect ourselves from this, this virus that came from a, a bat 
that came from a, a Wuhan laboratory from uh, Obama's uh, rear end. And you know, what, I, what I'm worried about with Joe Biden is uh, he's so creepy as is. With the mask, he really does look like Hannibal Lecter. And I, he's a dead ringer. And, uh, but you know, that could be the next president. It, it could be, uh, uh, you know, silence of the lands for the next four years. So uh, I can't wait. I am so happy. And, and if you look at the back, I have my Antifa friends with me. And uh, we're, we're, we're rooting for Joe, Uncle Joe all the way. And uh, more Corn Pop stories. <laughs> Mike, your thoughts? I love corn pops. I love them. They used to be called sugar pops back when sugar was, it was something you were allowed to say. Um, wonderful cereal. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think Biden looks exactly like Hannibal Lecter with that weird black mask on. You would think if he was really trying to sell this, that he would at least put on a mask that had an American flag on it or something, or was red, white, and blue. I mean, again, it's, it's just, it's black, it's dark, it's evil. He talks about how he's going to be the light. We're going to bring the light in. And then he wears this Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, Hannibal Lecter mask, you know, and again, outside, how stupid is that? And I, I just wish the president would come up and say, I really can't understand why, how, you know, how stupid you have to be to wear a mask outside at night when you're standing, you know, a hundred yards away from the nearest person. It's just, it, this kind of thing is ripe for uh, exploitation by the Trump campaign. And again, we have here, the bottom line is you have two choices. You have absolute tyranny of Joe Biden, or you have freedom under Donald Trump. And I, I really hope the president starts to, um, starts to emphasize that, that large gap between the two of them in terms of their policies and perspectives. I think you can count on that. Mike. You know, Jim, too, uh, I, I heard the rumors uh, he does like fia, uh, Chianti and fava beans as well. Um, that's what he eats. Uh, was it Joe Biden? Yeah, that's who it is. Uh, and it's a movie reference from Silence of the Lambs with Jodie Foster. Yeah, Mother Major. I got to explain it, you know. To endorse him. <laughs> Meanwhile, we showed the photo that appeared to come from Wuhan. Now, a Spoonful has corrected us that it was actually taken at the NIH. But think about it. This is 2015. You have Barack Obama with Melinda Gates and Dr. Anthony Tony the Rat Fauci. That's a data point. You want to think about this in a scientific point of view from the point of view of the probabilities of the available evidence in terms of the data points. Something's puzzling here. It doesn't fit into our background knowledge and experience. What are the possible alternative explanations? Could this have been planned? Or was this merely a spontaneous, unexpected occurrence? What are the probabilities? Has the evidence settled down, in which case we're entitled to accept the best supported hypothesis as true in the tentative and fallible fashion of science? Well, they were there together in 2015. Dr. Fauci in 2017 predicts there's going to be a surprise global disease outbreak. We also have this phony uh, uh, pandemic model coming from Neil Ferguson at Imperial College saying that 2.2 million Americans are going to die, 500,000 Brits. These are all data points. There's a love fest between Tony Fasci and Bill Gates. They spend a lot of time together. Hillary Clinton, Bill Gates, they spend a lot of time together. They admire each other. Bill Gates is in the position to affect the CDC, the NIH, the World Health Organization, and Imperial College. 280 million bucks. 
Bates is talking about what's next for our foundation. I'm particularly excited about what the next year could mean for one of the best buys in global health, vaccines. The worldwide death didn't justify declaring a pandemic. The whole first quarter, there were only one-third as many COVID as seasonal flu deaths, which were overwhelmed by the number of malaria, by suicide, traffic, fatality, HIV, alcohol, smoking, cancer, hunger. No reason to declare it. Now they're going all the way. Melbourne, stage four. One shopper per home, curfew, no travel, a local one-hour local exercise. Here's a cartoon that captured it. What's, what's the deal? Overreach much? What does asymptomatic mean? Meanwhile, does this all lead up to Joe Biden being able to declare the worst pandemic in over 100 years and the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression? I submit the probability that this was planned and staged and Obama and Hillary were key players is simply overwhelming. Dean, your thoughts? Well, you know what they say about Melbourne, they're going the way of LA. So now people in Australia are wearing t-shirts that say, don't California, my Australia. It's happening, Jim. This is the, the, the great takeover of the wonderful pandemic that we've been talking about for six months. It just won't go away. The nightmare keeps going. And, you know, uh, Bill Gates, or as I call him, Billy, because we're, you know, we're personal friends. Uh, Bill, Lee, and uh, Fauci, you know, they're probably lovers, Jim. I think that's what it really comes down to. They're lovers, just like uh, um, Michelle Obama is, uh, you know, a man. You know, there's, it just gets very nefarious, just like we said, that Bill Gates is probably putting his own DNA in the vaccine. So Bill Gates is, this is what I'm coming up with now. Bill Gates is secret lovers with Fauci and, you know, and, and that's just, we have to deal with that. And, and I feel bad for Mel Gates. Dean, look, I wouldn't be surprised if Bill Gates put his own DNA in these vaccines. I think that's spot on, yeah. Mike. Disgusting. Yeah, he, he's like the crazy doctor from the Ultimate Computer episode of Star, the original Star Trek. You know, he's putting his own genetic jizz into this vaccine. Um, and, you know, again, Jim, it's really important. That meeting at the lab where we have the picture of Obama and Fauci and Mel Gates, it's really important to remember that was 2015, and it was the Daily Mail who reported that there was a $3.7 million grant from the National Institutes of Health, Dr. Fauci, Mel Gates, and Barack Obama's lab that they were visiting there to China that very same year, probably after this meeting, for them to study, guess what, viral outbreaks and developments in bats. The research was done in 2017, the report was issued just in time for Dr. Fauci to predict that there was going to be a viral outbreak in the US. It is part of the plan. And while the picture is obviously clearly not from the Wuhan lab, it is important because it's the beginning of the chain and sequence of events, the chain of custody of the creation of this COVID-19 virus, which has now been distributed throughout the world. So that is exactly, those are all the players right there that gave the money to Wuhan to develop this bioweapon. Mike, you're spot on. Uh, it's very clear this was an engineered pandemic. This was brought to us, compliments of Barack Obama, Bill Gates, Anthony, Tony, the rat Fauci, and their underlings, a bunch of miscreants to destroy America and set up, prop up a Democratic candidate who turned out to be Joe Biden. 
when the economic crisis is only because of the lockdown engineered by the fake pandemic. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Real Deal Report. Please visit our website at realdealmedia.com. Jim Fetzer in Madison with Dean Ryan in Austin, Mike Bear in Seattle, continuing with the latest. USA Today has declared Millie Weaver's Shadowgate film devoid of evidence. If you want powerful confirmation that Millie Weaver was right over the target, you have it here. Remember, for the first 30 hours before YouTube began to ban all copies, 700,000 views, over millions now, it's extremely questionable why it would be banned. No hate speech, no misleading medical information, no violence, merely explaining claims about data collection, surveillance, what the government's doing behind the scene. The piece continues. The video is filled with false claims and insinuations centering on the notion that a cabal of federal contractors is using advanced data collection techniques to engineer global events and orchestrate a coup against President Donald Trump. Why they would claim those are false is completely beyond me because everything that was presented there appears to me to be 100% correct. Meanwhile, Alex Jones has entered the fray. I think this is rather odd. Uh, I've been totally chomped and I'll admit it. I want to think about this Jones told guest, Roger Stone. I think whoever ran this did all of this and did get her arrested right when the operation was happening to get this full push against you, buddy. He went on to explain, the last thing is she, Weaver said, this guy's in town, he's in my film, he wants to be on, so the guy's at the door, he comes in and I've got him here in studio. I go, okay, who runs it? And I learned Roger Stone is a kingpin. Roger Stone had nothing to do with this. Millennial Millie, as Millie calls herself, responded to her former boss. I publicly challenge Alex Jones to a 10,000 wager not from my legal fund, but from my InfoWars earnings. Show me where in Shadowgate we disparage Roger Stone in the manner described, you have described, put up or shut up. Meanwhile, confirmation that Mike's been right all along, that AG Barr has been holding out. We have the report of an immunity agreement to protect Biden and Obama from evidence found during John Durham's probe of illegal spying. This is profoundly disturbing. A top FBI official has revealed on the Thomas Paine podcast the feds have been asked to ignore compelling evidence linking Barack and Obama and Joe Biden to the U.S. government's illegal counterintelligence investigation waged against the 2016 Trump campaign. In shocking detail, the feds reveal Attorney General Barr has provided de facto immunity to Biden and, and Obama to spare the duo from prosecution from federal prosecutor John Durham's probe. This is massively upsetting. I'm profoundly disturbed. Meanwhile, as Mike also anticipated, there are going to be distractions. This doesn't look like the big one, but a minor that a Texas QAnon supporter used a car to attack passengers because she believed were pedophiles. Dean, your thoughts? 
Well, let, let me start from the, the low-hanging fruit, and that's Millie Weaver. And uh, I do want to make a public apology uh, for um, introducing the world to Millie Weaver. And yes, that's true. Uh, Millie Weaver uh, was discovered by me in 2013, and she wanted, uh, you know, I got her the job at InfoWars. I was slowly doing that. And um, I thought, She's exactly what the alternative media needs, uh, you know, a pretty girl just spouting off the news, reading the teleprompter. And it was, it's a wild, wild west industry. So basically, she is shady to the core. I mean, this girl is, I don't even know where to start. I should do a special on it. She's controlled by the guy she's with, this Gavin guy. That's who made the movie. Millie just appeared in it. Now, the movie's pretty decent, Jim. I watched like 20 minutes, but I cringe because I know she's a bad human being who, uh, you know, who publicly disemboweled me because her boyfriend at the time, seven years ago said, uh, cause he was trying to buy his way into InfoWars when I was working there. So he wanted to get me out of the way. So she said with a bold face, sociopath look, she didn't know who I was on a Twitter uh, a Twitter rant, and, and then she's never met me before, even though we did reports together. And, and in full disclosure, I went on a few dates with her mom, and she's a stripper. And, uh, you know, it was different times back then. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a family man now. And, um, and so, but they've always had altercations. Millie and uh, her mother, uh, Felicia, who's insane as well, and a total hustler, try to hustle money for me, but um, that's okay. And uh, so what happened was, I told Alex on the phone in 2013, I said, he said, is she a good person? Is she a good person? I said, Alex, no, no, she's not a good person. She dated Joe Francis from Girls Gone Wild when she was 15. She was part of the sex trafficking swapping in the Playboy Mansion. She's shady. She lies all the time about everything. She'll, she'll do whatever she wants to, to get what she needs and it was fame. And, uh, and, and the guy, this Gavin Wentz guy, he's a total rat fink. He uh, is part of this uh, OTO satanic order. He's a Satanist and he controls her and he purposely impregnates her twice because in, in case she like wakes up like Britney Spears and shaves her head and tries to escape, they're totally shady. I don't think it's this big conspiracy that they were trying to get stopped and all this thing. They probably called the cops and said, please arrest us now. We have a movie coming out tomorrow. I don't believe a damn thing this, this, this total fraud says. And clearly Alex, I'm not saying Alex is right. He didn't watch the movie. He was probably at happy hour, but I don't blame him for not watching the movie. And she, she sucks. She's not talented at all. And she tried to screw me over. So anyways, that's all I had to say about it. Just a few words. Mike, your thoughts. Okay. So I'm confused about one point here. Which one was the stripper? Was it Millie or her mom? Because if it was Millie, I don't see how I missed her when I was living in L.A. Actually, I didn't miss her. I knew her. I, uh, uh, you were not the person that introduced Millie Weaver to the <laughs> two men. <laughs> oh, Gene, let's put it that way. Uh, I, the, my comments are about Attorney General Barr. Once again, we see him uh, cutting a pass for the evil, top-of-the-level people in the deep state that um, need to be brought to justice by any means necessary. They've committed so many crimes, Obama and uh, Biden and Hillary Clinton, that it is absolutely ridiculous to give them a pass on anything. Now, people are going to say, oh, well, well what, what he's saying is, is he's going to give them a pass on any specific crimes involved 
with Russia Gate, but we're gonna we're gonna get Barack Obama on other crimes. Well, yeah, sure. I believe that. I'll believe it when I see it. Once again, I I see Attorney General Barr, who remember is is somebody who worked for George W. Bush, who is deep state up to his eyeballs. Uh, a pass to all his fellow deep staters, and I think that that's something that's very very alarming. Now again. This, this QAnon attack thing, this is a, a very specific trial run. You know, a woman who, who um, you know, supposedly was a follower of QAnon, and it says right in the article, who President Trump praised a couple of days ago, you know, was involved in some violent attack. What they're trying to do is they're trying to diffuse the message that's going to come out of the Republican convention next week which is that Democrats support Antifa and Black Lives Matter. They won't criticize them. They won't say a word against them. They're looting and robbing and killing and murdering, raping in our cities. And they're going to try to create a counterpoint. Well, QAnon's doing the same thing. So I have been told there will be a major, not a minor one like this, but a major QAnon false flag, QAnon blame false flag between now and September 3rd. That's the dates we're looking at. I would be surprised if it wasn't next week when President Trump tries to set his narrative. So this is something we have to get out in front of. This is something the president has to get out in front of. And there needs to be pushback on this because I believe absolutely you can see it coming. You can see it in the stars that the media is setting up for some guy who's probably CIA mind control guy, MK Ultra, or just some agent working for the deep state who's going to go postal and I think it may be very appropriate postal um, very, very soon. And it's going to be blamed on QAnon. And so that is what needs to be pushed back on. And we need to get it out there and expose it because it's definitely going to happen, Jim. Clearly, I think the thing that we have to be paying attention to here is this QAnon false flag because it is coming, I guarantee you. Mike, I believe it. I believe it 100%. And we'll look forward to it. Dean very astutely and real deal media brought in money monopoly and the race against time. Remember the great space race back in the 50s where the Soviets shocked the world when they were the first country to successfully launch a satellite into space. Sputnik 1, the USSR bested the US. Been watching the second stimulus updates closely. For the past month, there's a reason a $2,000 bill keeps being brought up. It looks as though they want to give a $2,000 stimulus payment, but as digital currency. This is profoundly troubling. Do you know what happens when the U.S. sanctions a country, by the way? One of the drawbacks, they no longer can use a U.S. dollar for trade, putting a huge strain on the government because the dollar is the world's reserve currency. But it looks as though there's an effort to transform testing a new currency in the form of digital stimulus checks. The United States will not stand by and let China take the lead in digital currency because of the very real threat of economic domination by an authoritarian superpower. One of the reasons the U.S. won the Cold War with Russia was because the Soviets ran out of money. The first satellite was an impressive achievement, but command of the world currency was more important. What better way to test the new currency than in the form of digital stimulus checks? The U.S. will not stand by and let China take the lead in digital currency because of the very real threat. It would only be a matter of time before the crash of the U.S. dollar 
and, and the demise of the Green Bill with a COVID threat, it's easier to roll out a new system under the guise of safety from not having people touch physical paper. Dean, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, that was a wonderful article by uh, one of our writers named Michelle Nobles, and uh, kudos to her. It talks about the uh, uh, possibility of the, a new six-week lockdown coming, and it's going to be tied to a stimulus. And it is a race between the new digital dollar that China's uh, pushing for, where they want to be the head of the, 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 you know, the World Bank. I've talked about it. It's the multipolar world order. And then uh, it, it's Trump uh, pushing the new Americana blockchain uh, digital dollar. So uh, it is a race of um, a race of a lifetime for the new digital uh, financial uh, world. Yeah. Well done, Real Deal Media. Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, this is a diabolical plan to get everybody under the control of the government and banks. I mean, it's already there's already a situation now where the banks talk to each other. If you're overdrawn at one bank, you can't go open a new bank account somewhere else. They're all talking to each other. This is going to be a new digital currency system where they are going to be able to absolutely control and track everything you buy, everything you do. It needs to be pushed back against. I would encourage people to buy gold and silver and platinum and things that have real value. A little bit of crypto in case crypto goes somewhere. I don't really think crypto is going to have any value in the new system. There is a new system coming that's going to be beneficial, but we need to make sure it still includes paper money cash transactions. It needs to be absolutely um, part of the new system. And, you know, I mean, really a blockchain controlled digital currency wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing, Jim, if it were implemented soon in the U.S. because you could use the same technology to verify voters. And there is a rumor that part of what's going to go on with the United States Postal Service is that that's what they're going to do. They're going to, they're going to use this blockchain technology to identify who is a real person, who is not, using the census, using voting records, stuff that can be easily done by computer to prevent mail-in fraud. I certainly hope. So there's part of me that's like, I want this because I want that technology to make sure the election isn't stolen. On the other hand, there still has to be cash paper exchange of, of uh, you know value in, in order for, for goods and services because people deserve to have a people deserve to have privacy in their financial transactions they really do i think those points are just terrific mike let us hope meanwhile the u.s has moved to restore the u.n sanctions against iran my own frank opinion is this is a colossal mistake they're not going to get any support from the u.n it's been rejected before russia has very appropriately observed the u.s has no legal political or moral grounds, in my opinion, for reimposing the Iran sanctions. President Trump is, uh, 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 what he's, this move will result in a crisis in the UN ca uh, National Security Council, which was overwhelmingly opposed to the earlier attempt to extend the arms embargo. It's been rejected. Mike Pompeo will travel to the UN between 20th and 21st of August to announce the effort to restore it's gonna fail. On the other hand, Trump pulling US troops in Iran back is very, very good. The public probably won't pay much attention to the attempt to restore the embargo on Iran, but no doubt we'll celebrate returning our troops from Iraq. So it's gonna be a political plus for Trump, notwithstanding my reservations about his efforts to punish Iran, which are misguided, misconceived, and wrong. Dean, your thoughts? 
Well, uh, my stance from yesterday is, you know, that we're, we're at war with uh, factions within all different countries that are deep state and, and secret societies, and they're using the, the countries for cover. So, you know, we'll see if the art of the deal prevails or if uh, The Apprentice still continues on as we see it. So that's my take on it. Mike, your thoughts? Well, um, the Iranian situation is a, is a complex one. We obviously want uh, them to get in line with other countries around the world. It's, uh, I think it just shows the utter uselessness of the UN. I think it's a great excuse to pull out of the UN and create all of our own bilateral arrangements. It's very simple. All we have to do if we want people to not do business with Iran is stop doing business with any country that does. It's certainly something the president can handle, so I would expect him to try to resolve it that way. Nice. Well, we have a lot of fan mail today. BMW lover, they're talking uh, uh, about Biden uh, as partially acting so he cannot be indicted. That's come up here before. Lisa Forlenza, Dean, I'm the new Merck, one of my favorite quotes ever. Sharon Bruce, the dumbest generation ever. So true. George Coke the second, I can't wait to see the real deal when all of this war on humanity is over. Till then, stay tuned. Mooverlings five, I live in Northern California. I say, roll out those cages with toilets. The Ninth Circuit said I could have high capacity magazines. Let's smoke this skin wagon. Very valid. Thank you for highlighting Australia's dire predicament. Everyone is in the dark here. You don't know me, mom. Dean, I've still got that 47-year-old and married daughter, all the kids grown out of the house, who makes good money as a nurse. My two cents, great show. Thank God for the real deal reports every night. Love seeing the OG crew finally get together again. That pick of Obama, Gates, Fauci at the infamous Wuhan lab should be the WikiLeaks moment of the year. Two bad facts do not matter anymore. Lily of the Fox Valley, great big thanks to Blake for creating podcast feed for this. Listen to this episode on my app this time, Saves Data and Battery Life. Please keep reminding people that it's available as a podcast. Everyone should subscribe to it in the podcast app too in case the day comes. You boob doesn't allow the show anymore. Victoria, isn't it great to have gut feelings? Best to tell the world about it. A huge step ahead of them. Great show. Thank you and welcome back, Dean. Stormy skies, in my humble opinion. Mayor Stankfeet is a mainliner. He's a power plant. Always look forward to this show. Great reporting again, gents. Sharon Bruce. Dean is very upset and rightly so. Spoonful. Photo was at NIH, not Wuhan. Stormy skies. Fetzer. You won't be able to debate any leftists because they will talk loudly over you through a surgically attached megaphone. Veins bulging from murderous hatred as they psych themselves up to physically assault you while they shriek, you're hurting me, you're hurting me. Stormy skies again, the demon craps have finally done it. They've gone way beyond the zenith of psychotic idiocy, proving once and for all that their fake truth is far stranger than fiction. One step beyond the twilight zone. Now I'm almost certain that I'm not from this planet. Dean, your thoughts. Well, that's wonderful. I mean, uh, you know, the fans are very attentive to uh, our personal lives, our professional lives, and everything in between. And, uh, you know, I, I love the fan mail. And, uh, you know, it's just happy Fauci Friday to everybody. Happy Fauci Friday. Mike, your thoughts? 
Um, yeah, thanks for the praise, everybody. It's good to have Dean back. I agree. Get my little buddy back. You know, I'm I'm liking that. And I think that um, I think that the key thing there is again, it's it's not really it's not really important that it's Wuhan, the Wuhan lab or not. It's the fact that the meeting took place as part of a clear planning operation to get that $3.7 million to the Wuhan lab, which I believe led directly to the creation of COVID-19. So that's really important, guys. Thanks for the correction. We can always count on our fans to steer us in the right direction if we go off on a tangent a little bit. And um, yeah, you know, Dean, there's a nursing nurse out there waiting for you. So good luck, man. Our fans are doing a great job. Oh, one more. Dag Nabbit, Mike, I didn't get to do one shot during Biden's acceptance speech. I had the lemon salt and tequila all set up and ready to go. Who would have thought he could do it in one take? Well, again, again, Jim, there's, there's various technologies that can be used to fake that it was one take, although it did kind of look like that. And again, I still want to see, I want to see if there were any live people there watching the speech. I, I, I want to see that. I want to see some congruous video showing him making the speech and then walking off the stage. Mike, I, I agree I with you. Know. Something was done to make this happen and look so good. I, I do not believe it was authentic. I agree with you completely. My final thought, uh, Dean may be completely right, Millie Weaver bad, but I say Shadowgate good. Check it out. Go to the, cons the show Conspiracy Guy for August 16th with Danny Sirus, extensive law enforcement background. You can find it at jimtheconspiracyguy.com Sunday, this Sunday. I'm going to have Danny and another law enforcement expert with even more experience discussing these issues. I think they're of profound importance to understand the situation we're in today. Meanwhile, Real Deal Reports, you can find my blog at jamesfetzer.org, my tweets at Jim Fetzer, Mike Barra Official at Mike Barra 2, PayPal me slash Mike Barra, Dean Ryan TV. We have the Real Deal Media, Dean's moving forward with it. Blake has us up on podcast. And let me add, I think these guys are doing a brilliant job. And I think Dean has been spearheading a, a magnificent Real Deal media effort with much more to come. And whether we have occasional differences, it's incidental because we are accomplishing a very great deal with his leadership and our all participation. Dean, your final thoughts. Well, again, uh, I thought the movie was good, the half hour that I saw, uh, but I just, thought I want to tell my story of Millie because I think character really speaks to the true essence of a person and in, 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 in this industry that maybe people that watch don't understand, reputation capital uh, goes a long way. So I, I don't really like Alex Jones. Uh, we've had some differences. However, he's done some great work that I can't dismiss. And I'll say, yeah, Obama Deception, good movie, love it. Uh, Alex, bad, uh, you know, just a little belligerent sometimes and a lot of stories, but that's it. Same way with Millie, but although I think it was her husband or whoever he is, Gavin, he was a film guy. He was always good. And so he did a great job and it was a good movie. In fact, I have plans to watch it uh, on my own this weekend because I thought it was really good on a subject that I think is fascinating. Tell my story about Millie because 
You know, they, just like Aaron Dykes and Melissa Dykes, people can concoct things to make it look like this big conspiracy thing. So it ups their game and they look like they're, you know, in, in dire straits. That's all. And we all appreciate it. Mike, your thoughts. Again, thanks for the patronage to everybody. Denise Salim, you're one of the people who contributed recently to the PayPal. I appreciate it. Again, we thank you all for the money we got for the Legal Defense Fund for Jim Fetzer. <coughs> Keep it coming. We appreciate it. We hope to have a lot more to offer you guys in terms of product coming up here in the next, uh, in the next few weeks. You know, again, pay attention to Dean's channel, Dean Ryan TV, Mike Barra Official, which will be back online in about two weeks. Mike Barra 2 between now and then. Jim, the conspiracy guy.org, of course. And all those podcasts. By all means, listen to us on the way to work, in the car, that kind of thing. We love you. Thanks for being there. And we hope to be here for you through at least the rest of the year when hopefully a lot of this stuff is going to get resolved. Well, let me echo that appreciation for contribution to my legal defense fund. My attorney and his firms were very gratified to see that they were actually going to receive some compensation for the excellence of their work. Meanwhile, this is uh, Jim Fetzer in Madison thanking Dean Ryan in Austin, Mike Bear in Seattle. They keep astonishing me with the excellence of their work, and we're so glad to have you here with us. We're doing our best to get the bottom of things whether we always agree or not isn't the point. We're doing our best and we're going to give you the truth as we understand it again and again and again. Thank you for watching. There'll be specials this weekend. Look for them, check them out, and we'll be back on Monday. Thanks. You've been listening to The Real Deal Report. Come see more at our website, realdealmedia.com. Mm -hmm.